Beloved, you are listening to Grace Life Komi Podcast, a platform commissioned by God to raise men into completeness in Christ Jesus. We believe that you will be blessed beyond measure as you give yourself wholly to this divinely inspired teaching. Through God's servant Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna. Grace to you. Jesus is Lord. privilege to share fellowship together. Um, this is Discovery Summit 2022. Um, I'll say the main edition of Discovery Summit and uh, we trust God for great and many things because of this summit. Um, I want to welcome all our listeners and all our viewers all over the nations of the earth. We're trusting God at this time our fellowship is going to be so uh, blessed to all of us in Jesus' name. Amen to us. Can we say a word of prayer together and then we'll go into God's word. Amen to Jesus. Sweet Holy Spirit, we bless and appreciate you. We thank you for such a time in your presence. Thank you for the privilege um, to share fellowship together. Thank you for the opportunity to go into your world. We bless you and we thank you. Thank you, Lord God Almighty. Holy Spirit, you are the revealer of deep things. You are the revealer of the deep things of the Father. We are there. reveal the heart of the Father to us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus, we extol you. Abba, Father, we glorify you. Yes, Lord. Thank you for we know our life shall never remain the same after this meeting. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God forevermore once Hallelujah. again. All right, and welcome once again to Discovery, to Discovery Summit 2022. This is the meeting edition of Discovery Summit. I will trust God for something great in the course of these meetings. Amen to Jesus. Amen. Praise God forevermore. By the grace of God, this meeting will be running from today, Monday through Friday. Amen. Amen. I will trust God for a blessed time, with friends. All right, now um, we are going to be starting um, on a, an introductory note. So we can build as we go on. Praise God forevermore. Today I'll be looking at what we titled by the Holy Spirit, the eye of understanding, the eyes of understanding, the eyes of understanding. Now, um, one misconception that um, some saints uh, uh, have is that they do not need to know more about, that they do not need to discover um, more about God through His Word. Amen to Jesus. Yeah, um, by the grace of God, as a student of the Word of God, I want to have been um, acting in the capacity of a teacher. I have seen quite a number of people who have displayed this attitude. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, among this class, some believe that knowing more about God through His Word is for theologians. Yes, some believe that, okay, to know more about God, so the more you do, it's meant for those who are, you know, uh, are theologians or those who want to really become pastors. For those who want to, you know, um, go to Bible school to get a certification, praise God forevermore. You know, so there's this craze of certification. Once you are going deeper into God's word, it's all about certification. It's all about getting the certificate. And, you know, that's what a lot of, um, some of the class of people is that, you know, don't want to discover more about God. Believe, amen to you. So they were like, okay, now don't come and teach us more about God's word. Don't come and teach us more about God because we don't want to be pastors. We don't want to be theologians. We don't want to get a Bible school certificate. Amen. We don't need for anything. So don't 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 teach us more about God through His Word. Praise God forevermore. Now, why some believe that they will be held accountable to the extent of knowledge of God they have through His Word? Are you get what I'm saying? Yeah, we'll be held accountable to the extent of knowledge we have. The Bible says those who teach will be our judgments will be will be heavier. Praise God forevermore. So now you see um, there's some class of um, um, believers who say, okay, since the more you know, the more accountable you become. Uh, they make up their mind that come, I'm not gonna know so that I will not be so accountable. Praise God forevermore. So you discover that they don't discover more about God, they don't know more about God. They are just okay with the peripheral knowledge you have about God. Now some believers in the Lord Jesus, the, the, the knowledge you have about God is the 
um, this not money they actually have a barcode. I know um, some of the, the, the chippings they get from Sunday service and every of that. Nothing more than that, praise God forevermore. Now, so what you get on Sunday service, on um, midweek service, and how many services you might afford to go to, that's all there is to know. No more depth, no in-depth understanding, no in-depth knowledge about God, praise God forevermore. So this, uh, this is another situation we have to deal with. And, you know, some others, they are not of these two opinions, but they are just comfortable with what they get from the pastor. Praise God forevermore. Yeah, so um, I've gone to church on Sunday. All right, I'm fine. I've gotten God's word on Sunday. I went to midweek service. I went to the home cell fellowship. I got God's word and I'm fine with it. So I don't need more. I don't need to discover more. Praise God forevermore. And some are just comfortable with flowing at that level. Praise God. But um, the truth remains that um, there's a limit to which we can grow if we just remain at this level. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now this misconception is actually based on the ignorance of God's operation, which we see in Proverbs chapter 25 verse 2. Now, when those who have this misconception, they, their misconception is based on the ignorance of God. Basically, misconceptions are always based on ignorance. Praise God forevermore. Uh, every misconception is like in life is based on ignorance. Like I've always said, ignorance is simply ignoring the answer. Ignorance. Ignore the answer. Praise God forevermore. Now, so it's every, every misconception is based on ignorance. And so, um, if you get knowledge, you discover that your misconceptions will be done with. Praise God forevermore. And what they, they, many, of, many, many people have um, misconceptions about, you know, um, discovering more about God's word. They, they do that based on the ignorance of Proverbs 25. And I'll use the King James Version and the International Standard Version. King James Version says, It's the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings to search out a matter. Wow, I like this verse of scripture. I enjoy it so much. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Now, the International Standard Version says, It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, and the glory of kings to investigate a matter. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. You see, um, King James says the glory of God to, uh, to, to conceive a thing, but the honor of kings to search out the matter. Why? ISB says glory of God and then glory of kings. And what makes the glory for the king is what? The ability to investigate the matter. Praise God forevermore. And we all know that investigation is not child's play. Praise God forevermore. You don't investigate by um, sitting and crossing your leg. Investigation takes a lot of tedious work, a lot of thinking, a lot of meditation, a lot of studying, a lot of researching for you to investigate and come through with the answer. Praise God forevermore. Now, if you could, if you could ask investigators, um, um, you know that the work is actually a tedious work. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, this operation of God is that, what is the operation of God? His operation is that he conceives. He conceives. Praise God forevermore. Uh, some of us don't like it that God conceives, but God conceives. Amen. He conceives. Praise the Lord forevermore. He conceives and he does this because he wants King to search or investigate that which he has, con he has conceived. Praise the Lord forevermore. God conceives and the reason why he conceives is because he wants kings to investigate or search out that which he has conceived. Amen. Amen. Now, this truth is glaring in nature. Is that not so? We see it in the truth that all natural resources are concealed in the earth. They are concealed. Diamond is concealed in the earth. Praise God forevermore. Crude is concealed in the earth. What else again? Gold is concealed in the earth. You don't see natural um, resources and precious uh, um, stones just littered on the, on, the, on the surface of the earth. Praise God forevermore. Now they are all concealed. 
God concealed everything. Why? Because it takes kingship to do what? To, to unveil what God has concealed. Praise Jesus forevermore. Now, so it's not meant to be um, um, the attitude of kings to run away from investigation. It's not the attitude of kings to run away from searching. So if you are running away from searching, if you don't want to go deeper into God's word, if you don't want to discover more about God, then it means that you are not taking the place of a king. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. That means discovery is meant for kings. Simple, it's meant for kings. And God conceals to create kings. Nature reveals that to us. Even a tree, no matter a big tree you see, the secret of its size is what? What is concealed in the ground. Is that not so? The root. Praise God. Hallelujah to Jesus. Praise God forevermore. Alright, now, why does God conceal? Why does God conceal? Um, the answer to this question is seen in the above verse of scripture. We have read it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, conceal it, and the honor of kings to search it out. Praise God. Now, why does God conceal? Number one, God conceals because everything of value is concealed. Example, natural resources like, like diamond. Everything of value is what? Concealed. Everything of value is hidden. Amen to Jesus. Everything of value is concealed. And we all know that truth. Praise God. Hallelujah. Alright, number two. God conceals because he wants man to increase in knowledge, which can only come when man searches and investigates. Hallelujah to Jesus. And when God created Adam, he told Adam, Adam, name the animals. Why? To test Adam's um, 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 mental capacity to show that this creature he made was actually functioning in his own mental capacity. You get what I'm saying? Knowledge is important to God. And God wants us to progress in knowledge. Praise the Lord forevermore. He wants us to progress in knowledge. And so that's why he conceals. And when things are just um, giving easy, you discover that there is no challenge to progress. It always, always when I teach about stuff like this, I always remember um, my secondary school days. There was this young chap in my secondary school who was stopping our class. And there was one day I went to meet him to teach me mathematics, a particular topic in mathematics. I cannot forget it was Bieri. Amen to Jesus. Now, actually, you know, at the end of the day, he did, he actually made me, he actually made me teach myself. Praise God forevermore. He asks me questions. And I answer. And he tells me to take that step. And I take the step. And he asks me another question again. And I answer. And based on my answer, he tells me, okay, take the step. And I take the step. At the end of the day, he made me teach myself and solve the problem. Are you getting me? Initially, I was not feeling happy about it. But at the end of the day, I saw what he was doing to me. Imagine somebody of my age range doing that to me. Ah, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It made me understand the level of knowledge he had. I said, then, praise God. At the end of the day, he made me teach myself. I solved the problem and I knew how to solve it on my own. That's what God loves. Are you getting what I'm saying? God wants us to increase in knowledge. Praise the Lord forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Alright. So third reason is that God conceals because he wants men to live and act as kings who they are. And can they can only obtain attain this when they what? Search. He wants us to live and act as kings who we are. And we can only obtain this when we do what? When we search. Without searching, searching, we live as peasants. And on the average, every human beings like to live 
as mediocres. They like to live as peasants. They don't want to stretch themselves. They, want, they don't want to go beyond their limits. They don't want to go beyond their their elasticity um, point. And you get what I'm saying? But God always wants to stretch us. He wants us to bring out the king within. And the way to bring out the king within is by searching. Is by investigating. And you get what I'm saying? That's the way to bring out the king within. And so that's why God conceives. So why did God just make, why didn't God just, you know, allow? You see, the Bible speaking about, in the book of Genesis, it talks about the four rivers that flow. And he said one of them had gold, and that one had um, delium, praise God forevermore. But the gold was not on the surface of the river. Are you getting what I'm saying? It was still on that. You still have to search for it. Praise God. Because it is searching that makes kings. Praise God forevermore. And then number four, God conceals because he wants man to share in his glory. Amen. He wants man to share in his glory. This can only happen when men search and discover the things God has conceived. That's what the Bible says. It's the glory of God to conceal a matter. And the glory of kings to search it out. And you get what I'm saying? When God made man, he shared his glory with man. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, he said, let us make man in our own image and after our own likeness. Amen to Jesus. Let me have the known over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the earth, over every creeping thing that creeping upon the face of the earth. Are we together? Now in the verse 27, saying, God made man, in his image made him man. Praise God forevermore. Made an image made him there. Amen. He made man in his image. He made man to share his glory. Are we together? But now that glory can only be revealed when we search into him. Kingship is the manifestation of God's glory. Because when God created Adam, God created Adam to be the, 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 uh, 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 his representative here on earth. He, he, Adam was to make earth the colony of heaven. God is the supreme uh, authority. And Adam becomes what? Representative here on earth. In other words, God is the king of kings. The king of the whole universe, the king of heaven and earth. Why Adam becomes the king of earth? Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, so Adam shared in the glory of God, and that glory was the glory of kingship. Amen to Jesus. When Adam fell, he lost that glory, and that's why God concealed him because he wanted us to what to begin to search to get that glory. Praise God forevermore. To search to manifest that glory. Praise the Lord forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now when men search and discover the things God concealed. Amen to Jesus. Now, now, um, now the, the, the Bible says this, that, um, this is why it's the glory of God to conceal a matter. And the, the glory of kings to investigate the matter. Now in view of the above truth, searching and investigating into the things of God via his word, which will lead to more knowledge of God and his ways is indispensable. It's indispensable. We can't remove it from the picture in our walk with God. Praise God forevermore. We can't remove it from the picture in our walk with God. It's indispensable. It's indispensable. Praise Jesus. It's indispensable. Amen. Amen. And we have to always keep this in our hearts and in our memory. You know, some of the times you say, okay, I'm just okay with what they give me in church. I'm okay with what I, what, what a pastor preaches to me. And, you know, like some will say, my pastor say, my pastor say, my pastor say. I'm not against you reiterating what your pastor has said. But you see, Paul, when he came into um, 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 a, um, one of the Gentile nations, he met the barriers. And he noticed that these people, when he teaches, they go back to study to find out if what he taught was right. And you get what I'm saying? They were discoverers. They were people who had ventured into the world. 
kingship is the manifestation of adventurous. So when you adventure into God, you become a king. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, in fact, uh, this is this, uh, 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 I'm discovering God through His Word is actually the way that pleases God. Praise God forevermore. And that's the way to please God. Bible says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So he that must call him must believe that he is, and he may reward all those who diligently sin. You know, uh, um, 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 without us, you know, going, and Bible says, scripture says, in the same Romans, it says, for faith coming by hearing and by hearing of the word of God. That means if you do not continuously hear the word of God, if you do not continuously take in scriptures, and then adventure, research into scriptures, praise God forevermore, you actually cannot, you know, Please God. Amen to Jesus. Amen. So kingship comes by what? Adventuring into scriptures. Praise the Lord forevermore. Hallelujah, hallelujah to Jesus. Amen, amen and amen. amen. Praise God forevermore. Alright. Now, um, so the, the, um, um, this, this, this is what that makes us understand that God wants us to be enlightened in and about him. Amen. God wants us to be enlightened in Him and wants us to be enlightened about Him. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. He wants us to be enlightened in Him. And this comes by what? Searching. Amen. Amen. It comes by searching. And this can only happen when the eyes of our understanding is enlightened. Are we together? Yes. So discovery can only come when the eyes of our understanding are enlightened. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And this is what God actually wants for us. That's what He wants for us. That is greatest desire for us. You see, most of the times, Christians pursue things that we think are God's will for us, but at the end of it, those are not His utmost will for us. You know that God's greatest desire for us is for us to be in Him, to know Him. Are you getting what I'm saying? To know Him. As Apostle Paul said in, in um, uh, 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 that I may know him, Philippians 3 verse 10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his death. Paul understood something that the heartbeat of the Father, the greatest desire of the Father, is that we know him, mm. is that we discover him, mm. is that we search into him. So when you're looking for the will of God, the will of God is that you search more of Him. You discover more of Him. You know why? Because the more of Him you discover is the more of yourself you discover. So Corinthians 3 verse 18 says, As we beheld in a mirror the glory of God, we change into the same image from glory to glory. Because the more we discover Him, the more we search into him, the more we investigate into the matters of, of God by his word, the more we discover ourselves. The more we know who we are. See, kingship is the realization of who you are because you have known more of God. That's what kingship is all about. Is <laughs> the, the manifestation of the glory of God in you because you have searched more for more of his glory. Moses said that he's not show me thy glory. And God said, No, I won't show you my face. He said, For if anyone sees my face, no one sees my face and lives. 
said, but I will put my hand and cover your face and I will pass by using my backside. Now we've done that teaching before. You can go to our previous teachings where we understood that what Moses prayed for is what God has given to the new creation. Moses asked for the glory. But the glory is already in us. The Bible says Christ in us, the hope of glory. He's, the glory is already in us. The full manifestation of the glory of God is the person of Christ and he lives in us. So when we look within, we see God, we see his face, we see his glory. And we do that by his word. And the more we see God through his word, the more we see God's face through his word, the more we manifest his glory. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. And you see, this can only happen when the eyes of our understanding are enlightened. When the eyes of our understanding are enlightened. And that's why it's important for the eyes of our understanding to be enlightened. Very important. You see, especially the times we are living in child of God, you cannot live on two meals a week. You can't survive on that. At least you eat one, uh, 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 several meals a week. At least, even if you say it's only once a day you eat. That, that means at least you eat seven meals a week. Are you get what I'm saying? Maybe you may be eating 14 meals a week. And how can you be able to feed this, your physical body, 7 to 14 or maybe 21 meals a week and just feed your soul 2 meals a week? Are you get what I'm saying? I, I know the beautiful thing, the funny thing, the beautiful thing about it is 2 meals a week is not even more than maybe 45 minutes meal. Just, you know, because the pastor has to say so much, the man of God has to say so much in a short space of time. Praise God forevermore. And he 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 actually he actually does um, a summary of the things he wants to say. Praise God forevermore. I listened to a man of God and he said something. He said, "My books I write as summaries of my notes I take. <laughs> my books I write as summaries of my notes I take. So you want to really know the real thing? You have to go for my notes and." You see, you cannot have access to his notes. Praise God forevermore. But you know what? You can have access to your own notes. Praise God. That's how we have the word of God. It's, it's direct access to have notes on our own. Amen to Jesus. That's why the eyes of understanding must be enlightened. Ephesians 1 verse 18 to 20. Praise God forevermore. Ephesians 1 verse 18 to 20. Very important scripture. It makes us understand. It says... The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling, and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the sense, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us world, who believe, according to the working of his mighty power. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. It says, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. amen. Now, in order to journey successfully in enlightenment, we have to know and understand some important terms and instructions. And what are they? Number one, the eyes of understanding. Number two, enlightened. Number three, no. Number four, the hope of his calling. Number five, the riches of the glory of the of his inheritance in the sense. And number six, the exceeding greatness of his power. We're going to be looking at all this by the help of the Holy Spirit in the course of this uh, summit. Amen to Jesus. Amen. Trust the Holy Spirit will help us. So now today we're looking at the eyes of our understanding. Praise God forevermore. We're looking at the eyes of understanding. And you see, this is the 
my vital part in this whole journey of enlightenment. I get what I'm saying. It plays a key role in this whole journey. Now, if this aspect is not actually handled rightly, we cannot discover. If this aspect is not handled rightly, we cannot search, we cannot investigate. And the reason why a lot of Christians are not investigating is because the eyes of the understanding are not enlightened. Are you get what I'm saying? Alright, so um, why the King James says eyes of your understanding, the International Standard Version, the New English Translation, the NHEB and the Web, web say eyes of your heart. I get what I'm saying? Now, so we are we we we, we always like to use different verses of um, different translations to be able to you know arrive at the Congress, Amen to Jesus. They don't contradict themselves. If you listen to um, 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 the Book of John, when we did um, the story of the Book of John last month, well, um, what explosion? We were able to stop. We were able to stop at um, verse seven. We understood that you know these all translations they all use them um, different. Um, Basis like Greek and the Hebrew Aramaic, but they are all saying the same thing in different words. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Now, so what are the eyes of our understanding? Now, for proper understanding of the term, we will, we will get the meaning of eyes and understanding separately and then merge to get the full understanding. Now, one thing you need to know is that King James says eyes of understanding, other translation says eyes of your heart. Amen. Now, when you see the word heart there, in the Greek is, um, is the word cardia. And that's where the, the the root word for cardiovascular, cardia, you know, everything that has to do with heart is cardia. Cardia, cardiovascular, cardia, cardia. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's a big word, cardia. And cardia actually means the center. The center. The center of a thing. Praise God forevermore. Cardia means the center of a thing. Amen. So it talks about because there are other um, explanations for cardia. You have the um, the human organ of the heart called the heart, the cardia. Amen to Jesus. Now, but it also means the center of a thing. So basically, the center there speaks of the spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, um, so that that's um, um, the eyes of the heart there. So we're using cardia, it actually means using um, what they call it, um, this other translation that says the eyes of the heart, and using the Greek for heart, it actually means the eye of your spirit. Praise God forevermore. But let's look at what um, King James says the eyes of your understanding, um, using the Greek for both eyes and understanding. All right, praise God forevermore. Now, the word eyes is from the Greek word. Um, from the Greek word of Thamos, of Thamos, where the word optometry is coming from. You know that where the, that's a good word for optometry, of Thamos. Amen to Jesus. You know everything has with eyes optometry. Are you get what I'm saying? So of Thamos. And Althea defines um of Thamos as number one, the eye. Number two, it defines it metaphorically as the eyes of the mind, the faculty of knowing. Praise God forevermore. The eyes of the mind, the faculty of knowing. So now there's, what I like looking at this um, definition from this roots is that it makes you understand the different bases on which you are coming from, praise God forevermore. Now there's basically the literal meaning, which is the physical eyes you're talking about, but there's also a metaphorical meaning here. And one of the things you need to understand is when you are studying scriptures, you must understand the basis on which, um, the context for, uh, in which that particular word is used. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, if it's used in a metaphorical context, you need to understand. If it is used in um, a literal concept, context, you need to understand. Are you getting what I'm saying? Alright, so looking at it from the literal, it talks about eyes. But looking at it from the um, 
uh, uh, metaphorically talks about the eyes of the mind and talks about the faculty of knowing praise God forevermore. Now, so the physical eyes are one of the five gateways to the um, to the eyes of the mind. Are we together? Now, the, the, the mind has five gateways. We know that. There are the five senses. The physical eyes are just one of the five gateways. Praise God forevermore. Now, so, you being that it's one of the five gateways, in, in this context, under study, the second definition for Teya um, best fits the um, the, 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 the context of uh, which you are dealing with praise God forevermore and that is what the eyes of the mind the faculty of knowing so basically in this verse of scripture uh, when, when we talk about the eyes of understanding it was the word eye that was actually used me metaphorically praise God forevermore are we together so it talks about the, uh, the, 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 the eyes of the mind that means the mind has eyes and the faculty of knowing. Amen to Jesus. Now, um, understanding is from the Greek is from the Greek word Dianoia. Dianoia. And Dianoia, they are defined Dianoia as the mind as a faculty of understanding. Defined as feeling, desire. Sorry, the mind as a faculty of understanding, feeling, desire. Um, feeling, desiring, and understanding. Praise God forevermore. They also define it as the spirit. Praise God forevermore. It also defines it as a way of thinking and feeling. It also defines it as thoughts, either good or bad. Praise God forevermore. Now, um, Strong defines it as the proper um, um, the faculty, that is the mind or its disposition. Praise God forevermore. It also defines it as imagination, the mind and the understanding. Now, taking a look here for what we have in eyes and understanding, we can see that the eyes of the understanding is the eyes of the mind. That's to say the faculty of knowing, way of thinking, understanding, feeling, and desiring. Are we together? So the eyes of understanding is a, is the is what? The eyes of the mind. Not just the literal eyes. We have seen we're able to lay that foundation. Not just the literal eyes, but the eyes of the mind. Praise God forevermore. The, the faculty of knowing, the way of thinking, understanding, feeling, and desiring. Now we understood something that the Greek word for heart is cardia. And one of the words that explains cardia is the center of a thing. And actually, when you talk about the center, then it speaks of the spirit. So another word that explains cardia also is the spirit. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, so we could also see that understanding here. Are defined by Tia also means the spirit. Are we together? So the eyes of understanding is also what the what the spirit of man. Bible says there's a spirit in man, and the breath of the Almighty giveth him understanding. So the eyes of understanding is the mind, the eyes of the mind, and also what the spirit of man, the spirit of man. Praise God forevermore. That is why when um, um, our other translation says the eyes of your heart, are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. They're actually saying the eyes of your spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? But it's more than just the eyes of your spirit. It's actually the spirit of man. Are we together? What we call the spirit man. Amen. Amen. This means that the mind of man has eyes and his spirit is his eyes. Bible says the eyes of man is the candle of the whole body. Are you getting what I'm saying? Book of Proverbs, the eyes of the man is the candle of his whole body. Talking about the eyes of man being the candle of his whole body here, it's not just a literal physical eye. It's what? The spirit man of a man that is the candle of his whole body. That's how when 
that that is if your eyes be full of light then your whole body will be what lighted so when your spirit man is full of light your whole body will be what lighted when your spirit man is enlightened your whole body will be what Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. Now, the spirit sees into the spiritual realm. And only the spirit can see what God has done and what God has said. Mm-hmm. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's the spirit. It's the spirit of man that sees into the spiritual realm. And only the spirit of man can see what God has done and can see what God has said. Amen to Jesus. The eyes of the mind see into the soul realm. And only it can see the happenings in the intellectual world. Are you seeing that? You see, this body is just like that's why the moment the spirit and soul get and uh, leave, the body is, is, is useless. I get what I'm saying. The body is just let me say what is 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 um is just responding to all that the spirit and the mind and the soul are doing. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to you, sir. Now this makes us understand that vision is first spiritual and then mental before physical. That means if your spirit cannot see into see what God is saying and what God what God has said and what God has done, your mind will never be able to intellectually grab it. God took Abraham and told him, He said, Look at the stars. Can you count them? He said, No. He said, That is the number of children you have. Look at the sign of the seashore. Can you count them? He said, No. He said, That's the number of children you have. Why was God taking from the physical eye point of view? Because he, he, his, his, his spiritual eye had actually seen it. His mental eye had seen it, but they were unable to grab it well. Are you getting what I'm saying? So God had to use a physical way to communicate it to him. Use pictures to communicate it to him. Now that's Abraham. He was before the, 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 the law itself, let alone before the new covenant. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Now, but for the new creation, God does not use your physical eyes to communicate to you. God communicates pictures by your spirit man, which is actually the eye of your whole being. And your spirit man sees it and then communicates it to your soul. So your soul can intellectually grab it. And once your soul intellectually grabs it, your body responds without stress. Now, so when God communicates pictures to your spirit man, it is called spiritual information or divine information. When your spirit man communicates that divine information or spiritual information to your soul, it is called revelation because it is too heavy. Are you getting what I'm saying? To come from God's spirit straight to your soul. Are you getting what I'm saying? That reason why when it comes, it comes like fire. You, it burns in you and it, you know, it explodes like a magma. Are you getting what I'm saying? And when your soul can conveniently and effectively communicate that revelation to your body, it becomes manifestation. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it begins with the spirit man, which is the eye of understanding. Are you getting what I'm saying? Without a spirit man, no one can understand the things of God. But you know, God wants us to continuously grow in understanding His things and His ways. 
environment is comfortable. So that's why vision is first spiritual and then mental before physical. Amen. Pastor, I say, you may say, Pastor, but I don't have a vision. No, you have a vision. Allow your spirit to see what the spirit of God is communicating. Are we together? Yes. Allow your spirit to see what the spirit of God is communicating. Until your spirit sees what the spirit of God is communicating, you cannot be able to translate it into physical visions. When people ask more the I tell them vision is simply seeing what God sees concerning you. That's vision, that's my definition of vision. But what's your vision? My vision is to continuously see what God has seen concerning me. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, before I formed thee, I knew thee. Before that came that of thy mother's womb, I ordained thee the prophet to the nations. That's what vision is. Seeing what God saw concerning you. The Bible says, it's here the end of a matter from the beginning. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, God has seen the end. And it brings you to sight at the beginning. So the one who has seen the end, just allow your spirit man to see what he saw at the end. And then allow him what? Navigate you to the end. Vision is not a fabrication of man's ideology. Vision is not a fabrication of man's mind. No. Vision is man's eye of understanding. Seeing what God has said and has done concerning him. That's all. I get what I'm saying. And it's impossible to get visions without God's word. Because how do you get when you have no head? Are you getting what I'm saying? It's only the word of God that can tell you what God has said. So how can you get a vision when you don't know what God has said? So this one put they come out with so so wonderful, wonderful pictures that they painted in their mind, their dreams and every of that. And at a point in time, it looks like the thing is not going the way they want, and they get frustrated. No, you get frustrated. Why? Because you just fabricated a picture with your physical eyes. Until the eyes of your understanding, which is your spirit man, sees what God has said concerning you and what He has done concerning you. You do not have a vision yet. Are <laughs> you getting what I'm saying? Yes. So the primary thing is to what? Let your spirit man keep seeing. Amen to Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. Now also, without the spirit man, a man is blind spiritually. Amen. Amen. This means that a dead spirit, that's an unregenerated spirit, is what? Equal to spiritual blindness. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. That's spiritual, that's spiritual, that's spiritual blindness. That's spiritual blindness. A dead spirit, an spirit, is equal to spiritual blindness. Now, watch this very well. As a new creation, as a born-again child of God, it is impossible for you to be spiritually blind. Why? Because your spirit is one with the Holy Spirit. Your whole body is full of light. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. The only challenge you may have may be that your soul is not being renewed to the dictate of the spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? So what you need to do is to do what? Renew your soul by the word of God to the dictates of the spirit. Because everything that God is saying in his word is already in your spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. But your mind has to be renewed to it. Those who are spiritually blind are those who are, have dead spirit, who have not received Jesus as a Lord and Savior. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. See, so I, 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 I used to hear people talk in church there of spiritual blindness, spiritual blindness. Ah, if you are born again, you cannot be spiritually blind. It's just that you are not spiritual, you are, you are not, you are, you are not, you are, you are not uh, renewing your mind. 
You make it start in your mind, it's impossible. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm talking even from experience. You see, I am not a prophet. Are you getting what I'm saying? But in this mission field where we are, God makes us take steps that make people wonder, how did we take them? Did we know ahead of time? Are you getting what I'm saying? Some of them may not even come as God telling me a word in my spirit. Some of them may not come as me seeing a vision or seeing a dream or whatever. But I just, by the spirits, we just take steps. And they wonder, how come you people know this kind of thing? Why? Because a man of the spirit, a born-again child of God, cannot be spiritually blind. Your body is full of light. So you take steps by light. Are we together? Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. And you see, somebody who is spiritually blind, his mind will also be what? Blind. Are we together? Yes. And this in turn makes the man have eyes, yet he cannot see. Physical eyes, yes, but he cannot perceive. Are we together? As he has said this time, God speaking there says, and he said, go and tell these people, hear ye indeed, but understand not. And see ye indeed, but perceive not. You see, this is a dangerous situation. And it's always the case. For the situation of Israel, they will always turn away from God into sin. Are you going to do And God says, go and tell them. These people you are hearing indeed do. But what? You understand not. You see indeed what you perceive not. It's called spiritual blindness. And that's what happens to one who are going to say to Jesus as a brother and personal sin. Are you going to say? When you see Jesus as a brother and personal sin, you cannot be blind spiritually. Yes, you may be, your mind may be renewed. But once you renew your mind, the light in you, which is the spirit, your spirit man, are you getting what I'm saying? It lightens your mind. Now, so discovery sets in when men see what God has done and said with his, with his spirit. When a man sees what God has done and what God has said with his spirit, then discovery sets in. Amen to Jesus. Now, when this happens, it makes a man's soul and body see the same thing. Are you getting what I'm saying? It makes your soul and your body see the same thing. You see, that's why man, you see, when you are born again and you are searching into the things of God, you are searching into the word of God, you will see that your soul will just be aligning, are you getting what I'm saying? To the spirit man. Even without you doing any special thing. And your body will be just following alongside. Why? Because you have begun your journey discovery. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. And let me tell you, discovery can only be possible for the born again child of God. It can only be possible for the born again You cannot discover. So I like what's going to, what we're going to be dealing with tomorrow man, because it's like, wow, God just exciting me seriously. Are you getting what I'm saying? You cannot discover the things of God without receiving Jesus as another person as Savior. Somebody once says something. Religion is man's way of looking for God and man can never find God. Can the creature find the creature? No. Only the creature can find the creature. Are you get what I'm saying? And he says salvation is man's, God's way of finding man. Until a man gets saved, is not, he has chosen not to be found and he can never discover so discovery sets in at your birth. This makes us understand that the moment you get born again, you just began an endless journey of discovery. Why do I say endless? Because death does not end it. 
Are we together? Yes. On earth, it doesn't stop. When we get to heaven, we keep knowing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. We keep discovering. If the 24 elders in Ethiopia have been discovering for millenniums, are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. They bow down and they say, Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. They lift up their head again and they see another new level of His holiness. And they say, I thought we saw the, 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 the zenith of His holiness the last time we saw it. And they bow down again and say, Hey, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And they lift up their head again and say, New level of holy, His holiness again. Ah, and they bow down again in hour and say, Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Our discovery of God is without end. It is an eternal discovery. And it begins at new birth. So the moment you get born again, my brother, my sister, you just started your journey of discovery. It's the glory of God to consider the matter and the honor of kings and priests to search out the matter. If you are born again, it is your privilege, it is your right, it is your possession to continuously discover things about God from his word. I don't know who's under the sound of my voice here. You know me, you just another personal savior. That's the first step. You can't take any journey of discovery without making Jesus another personal savior. You want to make this journey, I encourage you to make this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that you died and resurrected from me. On Calvary Street, you shed your blood to take away my sins. Jesus, today, I surrender my life to you today. I believe with my heart that you are my Lord and personal Savior, and I confess with my mouth. Jesus, because you chose me, I choose to serve and follow you the days of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus, in the name of Jesus. When I pray for everyone who has made this prayer, I thank you for accepting them in your beloved. Thank you for granting them the grace to serve and follow you all the days of your life, in the name of Jesus. We are going to pray one prayer with me, and the prayer is, Lord, I receive and maximize grace to enjoy this journey of eternal discoveries of you. Open your mouth and pray. Zi bruzi kafatoja, lekri pesembre keto, linzimbrato shabrata lahet. Lord, I receive and maximize grace to continuously enjoy this eternal journey of discoveries of you. Helebosa, through your world. Zimbri kesumbra sandamre busimbra kandoria sabrata. Rembre ketelebe gedusha prakatosa, reimbra tozi prakatobia kalas, enzimbre tisombro kontelebesha, mambra katulo bobodo shibre ketes, lembre ketusa pratingratosa, regedelebe bede shebre ketelebedesh, imbrosusa praatich, ingotegete breketosha, igadosa pratalaba shuta rabadas, igadaraba receive a maximized grace to continuously enjoy this endless journeys of discoveries of you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want to just pray quickly for those who want the healing in their bodies, and we're going to join our faith together and cause sickness. You know, one of the discoveries you know in this, in, in, about in God is that by His stripes, you were healed. Hallelujah. Yes, that's one of the discoveries. So you are not permitted to be sick. Now let's join our faith together. Put your left hand where you are hurting, where the sickness is, and then put your right hand up, and then we are causing the sickness and this together. In the name of Jesus, we cause sicknesses and diseases. Amen. We cause every form of discomfort and disease. Amen. We cause every inf every infirmity Amen. in the name of Jesus. Tumors, we curse you. Yes, 
cancer we we command your death now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes, every every challenge in the spine we command be rectified in the name of Jesus. Amen. Retrogression become progression. Amen. Disorder be reorder. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We cause fibroids in yes, the name Lord. of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Every swelling Amen. that is from the pit of hell we cause you now in the name of Jesus. Amen. We cast out the spirit of infirmity. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And we decree healing everywhere. Yes, Lord. We cast out every every bean occupying the bean against the bean switch. Get out in the name of Jesus. Amen. We cast out creatures in human bodies in the name of Jesus. Amen. We remove, we remove objects from human bodies in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every movement in any human body, we curse you now in the name of Jesus. Amen. We decree total liberations. Yes, we command breakthroughs yes, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your word. Yes, we receive Lord. and maximize your grace to enjoy this continuous and endless and eternal discovery of you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Blessed be your name forever. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Once again, thank you. God bless you. See you tomorrow. It's going to be a great time in God's presence. Thanks for listening to this teaching. We believe you were blessed listening to this prophetic and life-changing teaching episode. We would like to receive your praise report of your encounter with the Lord through the ministry of Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna. To send in your praise report or make a request, kindly send us an email via ministry at gmail.com. If you need more information about the ministry and would like to give a love offering today, you can visit our website via www.chimdiohahunaministry.org. Grace to you, Jesus is Lord. Wow. Beloved, thanks for listening to Grace Life Komi Podcasts. We believe that you've been blessed via this episode. We request that you also remain connected to us via our other social media handles on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, and YouTube. We are Grace Life Komi on all these platforms. Also, for more information about the ministry of Pastor Chimdi and Funke Oahuna, kindly visit chimdioahunaministry.org. You can also send us your requests and testimonies via email today through ministry at gmail.com. We are dedicated to feeding your spirit man with spiritual meals that we edify, equip, and engender your growth in the knowledge of God. Remain connected to Grace Life Komi. God bless you. Jesus is Lord.